Welcome to the Ask a Car Dealer Podcast News. Joey Little, Vice President of Marketing at Gary Crosley Ford, just outside Kansas City in the uh, lovely town of Liberty, Missouri. <clears throat> Todd Gentry, excuse me, our general sales manager, usually uh, the host of this. Uh, I ask him uh, just normal questions that has to do with the car buying process and what it's like doing business at a dealership, a franchise dealership. We've also looked at uh, independent or used stores. But Todd is on a well-deserved vacation, so filling in for Todd today is the uh, service manager at Gary Crosley Ford. His name is Zach Smith, and we're going to learn about doing business at a car dealership when it comes to getting your vehicle fixed. Correct? Zach, is that what you want to talk about? Yeah. All right. And and so these are just just questions, the whole thing, because I know you listen to the podcast a bit. Um, these are just questions that normal, maybe you can even bring up questions that you think are like a frequency, uh, frequently asked question that from customers. Um, so yeah, first of all, uh, how long have you been doing this? Because you're, you're, you're kind of a young guy, right? Yeah. So uh, what are you I, like 20, 20 years old? Yeah, 21. No, you just look young. I, uh, I started out as a technician and um, turned a wrench for quite a while. Um, See, that's the thing we have to talk about there because not everybody knows what turn a wrench means. Right. You, you worked at the busted knuckle garage. Is that what it was? Yeah. The busted knuckles. So turn a wrench is just being a mechanic. Is that right. all this? Yep. So, I mean, I, I went to a trade school, um, worked full time in a Ford dealership while I went to school. So I worked seven to four, got out of, got out of uh, my full time job. Then I went five to nine Monday through Thursday. Um, and in doing that, it gave me the opportunity to get, you know, on hands training. And then a degree. You done anything besides this in your life? I mean, on the professional side? Yeah, I, I left like for three years to go work for Union Pacific. Yeah. And I was still a mechanic, so to speak. Um, Just a different vehicle. Well, heavy equipment. So yeah. like all the track maintenance crews that rebuild the track and stuff, all that equipment that they use, it was maintaining that. You're talking about trains? Not the train, but like cranes, there's oh, I tie see. machines. I mean, I tie machines, tie, like oh, railroad ties. Jeez, I thought we were going to go Jules Verne here for a second. <laughs> Did you get that reference? Jules Verne. No. You're too young for Jules Verne, the guy that wrote uh, the time machine or whatever that was. Uh, look him up. You're going to be really silly when after, after you uh, realize who he is, Jules Verne. All right. So on the service side of things, so you've worked at Ford dealership as a turning wrench as a mechanic before, right? Yep. So I know it at Ford dealerships, especially this Ford dealership, and I don't know about other manufacturers like Toyota, you know, service departments, thing like that. But we have levels here at ours. We have like a senior master technician. Is that the top level you can get at? Yeah. So, I mean, that's tenure once you have your time and all the training. Yeah. Um, classroom and settings and in online classes. So um, it's kind of the sense of a trade school, right? So you go to General Automotive Technology um, at a, at a uh, trade school, um, you're gonna learn the broad things, right? So electrical, how, how electricity, current, amperage, ohms, all that right. jazz works. Um, but the truth of the matter is like, you know, Lexus, Audi, Volkswagen, Ford, Chevy, Dodge, they're all specific. Like we have Ford Pass. Well, GM has their version of it. Right. It's not as good as Ford Pass, of course. Which is uh, the app that you use, whatever, for right. it to keep track of things. Correct. So just all the technology that's specific to Ford Motor Company itself. Yeah. Um, when you go to a Ford classroom setting, you're going to learn um, Ford-specific systems. So um, So if, I, if I'm a technician, right? Uh, or or and technician is the modern day word for mechanic, right? right. It's kind of like the same as saying a waitress, but the modern day version of that is a server, sure. right? Pretty much the same thing. We just become more modern with uh, the way that we call it. This is a more respectful 
I guess. So a tech is your backyard mechanic that I work on. Uh, yeah, I do brakes. I do this. That's a tech. I'm sorry, a mechanic. That's, That's your a backyard mechanic. guy? Yeah. A technician is actually trained, qualifications, okay. certifications. And it, it's, so it's not the same as a server and a waitress? Uh, no, it's no, not. Probably not. The two different jobs. Sure. Right? You can open up a mechanic shop. Yeah. And not have all the training and all the stuff you need. So let me ask you, if I'm a, a Ford technician, right? Let's say that I'm, I'm Capo, right? He's yep. a senior master technician here at Gary Crosley Ford. Yep. He's gone through it. And let's say that for some reason he's got to move to a town that doesn't have a Ford dealership. And he goes and works at like a Chevy dealership in the service department. Does he have to start from scratch? Um, on the GM side, I can't tell you specifically. Okay. But a lot of manufacturers, if you come from a dealership where you're a Ford master or, um, you know, whatnot... Um, I, I know that Chrysler, if mm-hmm. you hire a technician that was certified in transmission and they're a Ford master, Dodge will actually give you a, a window, right? Like six months, he's good to do warranty work because mm-hmm. he is qualified to do that. Do we nature. do the same thing on your end? If you bring a tech that, that is from a different OEM or a different manufacturer that was trained that way, is it the same kind of thing? Usually do you stick pretty much to your own brand? If you become a Ford master technician, you, are you pretty much Ford for life working on those vehicles? Right. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. There's not a lot of jumping around. No. I mean, because on the sales side, on the sales side, if you sell Chevys, and the next, you could go to a Ford store and start learning how those vehicles really quick. Yeah. But the down the downside of that, I guess, in that analogy is like when you're, uh, and this is perception, not reality, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm, I'm fixed side and I know the not the people first don't know thing. what fixed side means, man. Okay, so fixed is body shop parts, quick lane, fixed operations. Yes, so and that's the, everything on the back side of the dealership. Nobody knows what the back side of the dealership is, man. Look, you've been speaking dealer for so long, you forgot what it was like to talk like a normal person. If it's not sales, it's considered fixed. <laughs> I do listen, I would do the same thing to Gentry. Yeah, I'm just saying, he's like, Yeah, if we go ahead and get something on the front end and then on the back end, we're gonna go. I'm like, Nobody knows that, right? And that's what this podcast is for, right? So, something to learn today is that anything that has to do with the dealership that's not that's fixing vehicles, yes, is called fixed operations, correct? Correct, and that's parts the parts department, which has all the parts that's your department, the this service, which does the fixing, the maintenance, which is if uh, is that in fixed, is maintenance so in fixed? Maintenance is fixed, so like and body shop. Right. So service and we have service department and we have our quick lane department. They both, we service vehicles in both departments. Yeah. But I think a, a big oversight specifically here at our store is, is we have customers that come in for the routine maintenance and routine maintenance could be brake pads, your air filters, cabin right. filters, wiper blades, things of that nature. We actually do that all next door in our quick lane building opposed to the service side of it. So let me ask you this. Maybe this will help me understand a little bit. And we got to get back to what you're talking about with the text. If the text can go across, you know, different. Um, our quick lane, which is a place to get the maintenance done on your vehicle. Have you ever been to Las Vegas? I have not. You've never, never been to Las Vegas. So in Las Vegas, especially down in like old Vegas, like where Binion's Horseshoe and all that kind of, it's old Vegas. It's got this big dome that kind of goes over the top and you're walking down the street. They have like a bar, a casino and a bar. And you can go in there and you can sit at the bar and you can party and have a good time. But they always have this like little tiny bar that's outside for like quick service. If you're walking by just to get a drink, right? Sure. That's kind of like how it works here. You've got the quick service sitting out front, but if you need a little bit more detail or whatever, you can go back in the back where the service department where you're at. Right. Yeah, so you're not going to get, you're not going to fix your, uh, you can get your alignment fixed at both places, right? You're yeah. in service and in quick. Yeah. All right, so let's go back to just manufacturers. 
It's just, it, it, you're pretty much a Ford guy. So Coppola will probably be a Ford guy for life. Pretty much every guy in here is Ford for life. Ford I mean, for life. A lot of guys have been here a long time. And yeah. when I say a long time, I think the newest guy in the shop minus, I mean, we have an apprentice that we're hoping to grow into something great. Yeah. Um, but he's been here, I think, four years now. Um, there's a guy that's been here for 32 years. You know what I mean? And Who's been here 32? Uh, I think Chris Galway's right oh, there. Uh, he's been here a long time. Yeah. Um, so... It's just a good place to work. I mean, you can, you know, it's like the Ford. I always tell people, advisors, the people that greet customers when they come in for service. When you come in for service and the person that you're talking to about getting your car fixed is called an advisor. Correct. Service advisor. advisor. Okay. So I tell them, I'm like, you know, we have a Ford sign in the yard and you can go anywhere in in Kansas City. Everybody has that Ford sign. But what are we going to do differently here at Gary Crosley Ford that is going to make us memorable to the customer and want them to come back for service again? Um, So... My point in saying that is is that Gary Crosley and, and the people we work for, I mean, it's a good it's a good family environment. And people don't want to leave, you know, and, and the grass is always greener on the other side, but people end up back. You better hope you're hoping that Todd Crosley listens to this, don't you? Not I'm really. kinda hoping that right now. No. Listen, you're just saying really nice things. Um you're saying really nice things, Zach, and it's unusual of you. <laughs> let's get into uh, let's get into getting your car fixed at a, at a service drive, okay, or a service department. <clears throat> um, if I have a check engine light that comes on in my vehicle, right? Let's say I don't have a Ford. Do you guys do other brand than Ford in the in the service here, or is it all Ford? So I'll never turn away work. Okay. Um, if if I sold the car to you, yeah. I want to take care of you. Like if it's a used car I bought here and then, you know, a couple of years later, the, the, the check engine light comes on. I can bring my, if I got it like a Chrysler 200. Yep. Bring it in. We'll check it out. Yeah. You know, um, see what you got going on exactly. If it's something in depth. Um, but brand new vehicles from other dealerships is probably they, it's better to go to the, the brand that you bought it from. You bought a brand new 2021 Toyota Tacoma, right? right? Bringing it in here for like warranty work is not going to happen. Yeah, no, it has to be. It has to be a, <laughs> yeah, it has to be a vehicle. It has to be a Toyota if you have a warranty on that Toyota. Right. I got gotcha. you. Yep. Okay, so I bring it in. Um, what's the best way for me to to do it? Should I? The, everybody talks about scheduling, you know, a service appointment on the on the internet. Can I still call? Can I still just show up? What do I need to do if I want to get my car? You know, I want to get that check engine light checked out. Yep. Uh, so check engine light comes on, obviously appointments best. Um, I know appointments, but, but making that appointment, what's the, probably the best way to do it. I mean, you can do it online. You can call in. It's um, the same as like calling in. The reason I ask you this, cause I can lead you down this. I'm going to lead you down this thing. So, because, sure. cause some people don't know. Some people are like, well, if I do it online, is it going to, is it just as efficient as if I call up there directly? What if I call up there directly? Do they have access to the schedule that's online? You know what I mean? Yep. But that's all taken care of. Yes. So if, if you schedule your appointment online, it is pretty user-friendly. Um, you just put in your contact information, make model of the vehicle. Yeah. Um, basically, generalization, If it, in this case, check engine light. It's an engine light. Um, and you put a brief description of what you have going on. Um, and then it pushes over to, to our system, and we're going to see that appointment. Um, you should get an appointment confirmation 24 hours beforehand. Um, show up for service. So if you're going to do it online, you should probably have a... Um, an email address. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> or a smartphone that you can get texts. Right. Yeah. And so I do that. And, uh, what about walk, just walk-ins? So a walk-in, I mean, can I just show up with my check engine light? You can, um, you know, obviously depending upon what it is. And, and so that's a perception and reality, right? So 
people don't understand what is all involved. Um, a lot of people are like, hook up the machine, it tells you what's wrong. Um, and it, it gives you a code, but there's still diagnostic that is involved in, in figuring that out. Um, and I mean, my best analogy for people that aren't tech savvy, I guess, you have a PC and at the end of it, you have the tower, which processes the information, your keyboard and your mouse are inputs to that computer. Mm -hmm. Your screen then takes those inputs, outputs them out of the computer and displays whatever's on your computer. That's all information that's being processed. Well, a car has about 30 computers on it at, mm -hmm. the, at the minimum. So there's a lot of technology communication. Right. You know, and that's why there's a whole, <clears throat> excuse me, that's why there's a whole inventory shortage right now here in the summer of 2021 because of some microchips and things yes. that control those computers, right? Correct. Yeah. So, um, you know, we'll definitely check it out. Obviously, we don't have that magic eight ball that I, I know when you pull on the drive what it is or by even pulling the code. But um, most things, we can get you in and out pretty quickly. Right. Uh, if it comes down to me having to order a part to get you going, um, I can at least get a diagnosis and say, hey, your car is safe to drive or you better leave it here. Mm -hmm. um, and then once the part arrives, you typically two to three business days, there are some parts on back order right now. Um, and we do everything. So that's a difficult thing for me to understand. And it, because if I bring my car in to get it diagnosed, you look at it and say, yeah, you're going to need this. Your parts are going to go on order. Mm -hmm. Then I leave and I'll have to come back when the parts come in. Right. Right. Is that how it's always been? Because what I've in the past has been most of the time you just drop your car off the first time. Right. But that is different now with Ford and all that. It's because I know it's not your decision. No. It's been with Ford is Ford is like, let them go and, and get them back here a couple days later. Right. Well, so obviously, I mean, people rely on their cars, right? It's the yeah. second largest investment that you're going to so You don't want to keep it for three days. Right. I don't want to keep you <laughs> out of your car. If it's safe for you to drive yeah. and your family, I mean, I'd rather give you your car back. And, and this is totally at the customer's discretion. I just would rather be a hundred percent transparent because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's not my car to make that decision. I'm just here. So that's why in the past it would take four or five days to get something simple done because we're just waiting on a part and they must've made the, they made the decision like, Hey, tell the customer they don't, they can go back home and come back. Right. I got it. So, you know, there's some people that have extra it. cars at home and they choose to leave their cars here. Yeah. We're, we're fine with that. Before I, we're going to wrap this up. We went long today. It's fine because this is fascinating. And I'd like to have you and Gentry on here at the same time, just have you guys talking about what's going on. And then also get John that's over in the quick lane to talk about the maintenance side of things, which I'm sure that you could kind of cover, but it, he's, he's like, you know, he's in the trenches over there. So sure. yeah, how fast an oil change should take, you know, that kind of a thing, what all goes into that. I think that's kind of, you know, unique. What exactly alignments do? I know you can answer that question, but what I want to ask you right now is, um, what are some of the bad practices that you've seen um, at other service departments, other service drives with the advisors or somebody doing, you know, somebody needs to look out for that we that doesn't happen here at Gary Crosley Ford, right? Just some some bad practices that you know, you know what I mean, that that people need to take a look out for. Because some people, like my grandmother's nervous. She wants to take her car to the mechanic. She thinks that she has something simple. And the next thing you know, she's got a $1,200 bill, you know, because they said she needed this, this, and this. How do customers know that? Is it trust or what is it? Um... It is trust. Um, my, my biggest thing is, um, I think what separates us from other places is that, you know, I, I believe in building a relationship with the customer. Um, again, back to the Ford sign, people buy from people. They don't buy from us because we have Ford sign. Mm -hmm. It's the advisors and it's the team. Um, being here isn't about what I can do. It's about the team that I have behind me to, to make the things happen. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, everybody, Every, every, I wouldn't have any service advisor here if they weren't a good person. 
I can Maybe I'll, I'll take that off the table. Let me ask you this then. What does it take to be a good service advisor? Um, Cause you've got a, you've got a multitude of different people that are in there as service advisors. Right. Well, you know? there's, there's lots of different types of people, right? Yeah. So you gotta have to have a diverse group to suit every customer. Um, but I mean, the best thing about this team is the fact that they do what's right by the customer. You know what I mean? And, uh, I mean, morally we're always going to do what's correct. If, if, if we're human, we make mistakes, right? right. We're going to own up to it and we're going to make it right by the customer. So are they, the right are they pretty much like an order taker? Like, uh, do you have to have a good idea about how the vehicle works to be a service advisor? Uh, or do you, I mean, you have to have a You just take down, like, you just tell me, oh, it's, it's sputtering a bit. Oh, and it doesn't have a lot of Excel or, you know, and they write that down. And then once they give it to the tech. So there's a job aid, right? Because you as a customer would come in and say, I got a clunk in my car. Yeah. Figure it out. Right. Right. Some advisors, green, meaning new, yeah, would say, okay, and that's what they write down, right? Me, with a technician background, okay, at what speeds is it happening? So you got to ask the question. Is it the front or the rear of the vehicle? Is it in reverse or drive? Is it when turning left or right? right. Uphill, downhill? I mean, there are a ton of questions. And it, it happens here. You know, like I said, you get somebody who's new. Right. Um, go out. Technician drives it. He spends 20 minutes on it. They come and grab me and say, hey, Zach, drove this car, put 20 minutes in it, can't can't find anything. So we'll go for another half an hour. And I'm looking for a job aid because that really does help. What's a job aid? What I just told you about different scenarios, specifics as oh, to I when see. this condition is being exhibited. If this, then that. Yep. So, um, and then you go up to them and then the advisor gets all the information. And it's not even that they don't get all the information, but you, you made a comment earlier about people being comfortable here Mm -hmm. it's factual that generally the husband or men are going to bring the car to the dealership Mm -hmm. just because they're bringing the car here does not mean it's their car could be the wives right and just because they're bringing the car here doesn't mean they actually know what they're talking about and they don't (laughs) because if i'm the guy that has to be in a a misogynistic relationship (laughs) or i'm the one that required i'm lost i'm like bro or i tell my lady like you take it and you probably know more than i do sure (laughs) Yeah, so I mean, we do see that a lot, and it's yeah. not that it's it's one way or the other. They they just don't know, hmm. and, and you don't know what you don't know. So, gotcha. And before we go, what's in your uh, what's in your garage? What do you what do you have? Car wise or bikes? yeah, vehicles. I got I have a twenty twenty F one fifty. I have an old ninety Mustang that I like to mess around with, and uh, I got a motorcycle. You it's, still you still turn wrenches in your free time? Oh yeah, that's cool. It's in my blood. I don't know how to do it at all. I'll teach no you. clue. I'm a too old. Old dogs, man. No new tricks. All right, Zach Smith. He is the uh, service manager here at Gary Crosley Ford filling in uh, for uh, Todd Gentry, our general sales manager. I think Zach may even get his own podcast out of this deal. You know, like you get like, what is it called when back in the day, oh, you wouldn't, Faraz is too young to know. Back, you're pretty young. When there would be like a, a, a television show and there'd be a spinoff. You know what spinoffs are? Have you ever heard of spinoffs? Yes. You have. You have. By the way, do you know who Jules Verne is now? I did look it up when I was supposed to read it. You were supposed to read about him in English class and you didn't. Correct. Jules Verne is amazing. He predicted some cool stuff in the future. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, we're going to have you back on, Zach. I appreciate it. Thanks for being on Ask a Car Dealer. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. 